Juneteenth is on June 19th, and it recognizes and celebrates the end of slavery in the United States. Find out more about this important date in our nation's history and the multiple events taking place around the county to commemorate it. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Jody Hansen, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Juneteenth has been celebrated throughout the United States for more than a century. It became a federal holiday in 2021. Last October, the Board of County Commissioners made it a standard fixed holiday for Johnson County government. County government is holding its first Juneteenth observance this year, while other organizations have honored the holiday for years. Today, I am joined by a panel of experts who can talk more about the importance of Juneteenth, as well as some of, some of the celebrations taking place around Johnson County. Mary McMurray is the director of the Johnson County Museum. Kendra Neal Wright is Johnson County government's talent and diversity specialist, and is also on the planning committee for the organization's Juneteenth event. Alyssa Andre is the external communications manager for Johnson County Library, and Linnea McKenzie is with the advocacy and awareness group of Johnson County. Thanks to all of you for joining me today. This is a great panel. It's nice to see all of you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's start with some information about the holiday itself. Mary, can you please give us a brief overview of the history of Juneteenth? Jenny, yeah, I'd love to share a little bit about the history and like any good historian, I'm going to have to go a little bit back in time to do that. And so really, um, this is rooted in January 1st, 1863, when then President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation. And he said that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states are henceforth, are and henceforth shall be free different sorts of language there, but essentially a freedom um, proclamation. And it was uh, meant to free enslaved people uh, in states under union control or not under union control, uh, but it couldn't be implemented in places that were still under Confederate control. So it was kind of an idea that was put out there. And for enslaved people living in Texas, the westernmost of the Confederate states, freedom wouldn't come until Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay and announced that the 250,000 enslaved people in the state were free by executive decree. And that was on June 19th, 1865. That was more than 900 days after Abraham Lincoln issued his Emancipation Proclamation and more than 70 days after General Robert E. Lee, the Confederate general surrendered at, App surrendered at Appomattox. And so Juneteenth is an annual holiday and it commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. And the commemorations, the celebrations have roots back to the late 1800s in Texas. Uh, it's been called many things over time, Emancipation Day, Jubilee Day, Juneteenth National Freedom Day, Juneteenth National Independence Day, Black Independence Day. And today we see it celebrated around the United States. So there's just a little overview of the history, but there's way more to read. And we would always encourage people to uh, look at great reputable sources and learn more. Well, that was some great information just from the, the history of of the holiday. So let's stay on history just for a second. So Mary, from a historical perspective, what do you see the impact is of Juneteenth being recognized by the federal government, our county government, and then many local jurisdictions as a holiday? 
Right. Well, as a public historian, I know really well that how we remember says a lot about who we are. And so for governments of all levels to recognize Juneteenth as a holiday means that we, the people, remember and acknowledge our history, even the difficult parts of it. It means that we can learn from our past, and it means that the expansion of freedom in America is a reason for all of us to celebrate. Let's turn to Kendra. You know, you work in the human resources department of our organization. You also facilitate our county's VIBE advisory team, and that stands for Voices of Inclusion, Belonging, and Equity. What do you think it means for our county government employees that our board made Juneteenth a county holiday? I'm glad you asked about Juneteenth recognition from the employee perspective, Jody. Many may not know that we wanted to include the perspective of employees in the proposal that went before the Board of County Commissioner last year to make Juneteenth a paid day off. And so I facilitated listening sessions akin to focus groups with various staff members and all staff that participated were in support of making Juneteenth a county holiday, expressing the importance of this positive and inclusive step. But we also got feedback from staff that recognition of the day should be supported with education on Juneteenth and continued county actions to include more people. Thank you. I, you know, as an employee of this government, it, you know, means a lot to me and I know it means a lot to a lot of our employees. So Linnea, I had a similar question for you, and this would be more from the community's perspective. What are your thoughts on Juneteenth being considered an official holiday for Johnson County government, as well as maybe other cities uh, in our county who have taken similar action? Thanks, Jody. Um, the significance of the community celebrating Juneteenth as well as uh, surrounding cities is, is really going back to the DNA of Kansas. Kansas was entered into the union as a free state. So it is important to celebrate that and acknowledge that throughout um, our painful past of recognizing that slavery was a real thing in this country. So it is very relevant that we are now um, doing our best to celebrate the holiday. Um, just two years ago, there were no Juneteenth celebrations and now there are several across the county and surrounding cities. So it is really good as a community, community member, as well as speaking on behalf of the Advocacy and Awareness Group of Johnson County to see this happening. And since you brought that up, I would love to hear a little bit more about your organization. Absolutely. So the Advocacy and Awareness Group of Johnson County formed uh, in May 2020 um, in direct response to the murder of George Floyd. We as community members were really disheartened by that tragic event, and we wanted to see Johnson County, Kansas, and our surrounding areas stand up to bring awareness and also form unity for the black community here in our um, area. So we are now working to bring awareness to unrepresented groups in Johnson County, um, black people being one of the largest one of those. And we are doing events like our third annual advocacy and awareness peace march and rally to bring the community together to celebrate Juneteenth, to celebrate the black people in our community and to bring awareness to both of those things. Well, you know, it's so admirable that you've been doing this event for several years now, uh, this um, the Peace March and Rally. So give us a little more detail about that event. What can people expect um, there on uh, June 18th? Yeah. So our event will be on Saturday, June 18th. It'll start at 10 a.m. with a march from Overland Park City Hall. We'll walk all the way down Santa Fe Trail to Thompson Park where we will start a rally at 11 a.m. We've got a handful of amazing um, community leaders who are going to speak, one of which will be Mayor Skoog of Overland Park, as well as several others that will be surprises. So you'll have to come to see who those will be. 
We'll also have a performance from the Kansas City, Kansas All-Star Marching Band who will come and perform for us, as well as we'll have a lot of information about the history of Juneteenth, the education about it, and then we're going to celebrate. Juneteenth is a celebration for Black people. It is our Freedom Day. So while we do have to acknowledge the past and accept where we are in the present, we still celebrate in hopes of a future where we are equitable and where our children can grow up free. So that is the event. It'll last from 11 to 1 in Thompson Park, and we hope to see you there. Well, we look forward to that event and and know that you'll have a successful event. So thank you for sharing all those details and for being with us today. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of events to talk about. Kendra, uh, you know, the Vibe Advisory Committee um, has been working with other county staff on county government's Juneteenth observance, which which is our first one. So uh, please tell us what we can expect for that event. Yeah, so the Johnson County, um, as you said, Jody, inaugural Juneteenth recognition will be held Sunday, June 19th from 12 noon to 1.30 p.m. at Johnson County Square Park. And so um, we will feature the talents of Nathan Lewis Jackson, who is an author, screenwriter, playwright, and producer, who will emcee and open the event with an original poem. Um, we have a historic reading from Dr. Kimberly Warren, Associate Dean of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Associate Professor of History at University of Kansas. And we have a featured speech from Virginia Sewing, a local civil rights and fair housing pioneer whose family was the first to integrate Johnson County and helped other black families purchase homes in this area. And so we have appearances from Little Miss Juneteenth, the step performance by a youth step team, step movement, and many, many other things. So we also hope to see you all out there Sunday from noon to 1.30 at uh, Johnson County Square Park. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then Mary, maybe we should have started with you because of chronological order, but your event really sort of kicks things off. Um, So I know that um, there's an event happening at the Arts and Heritage Center. So tell us a little bit about about that event. Right. Thanks, Jody. Well, Juneteenth at the Johnson County Arts and Heritage Center will take place on Saturday, June 11th from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. And this is a free family-friendly event that was built with our community partners to honor the history of Juneteenth and also to celebrate it the way that we do in the Arts and Heritage Center. So with art, music, history, fun, and more. Uh, It's going to be emceed by Lenita Cook, who's a writer and a film critic, and she's also the president of the Johnson County Museum Foundation, which is the Johnson County Museum's nonprofit partner. it's going to feature a historical reflection on Juneteenth from Jessica McLennan, who's the president and founder of Giving Hope and Health, and her family has history dating all the way back to the period immediately following the Civil War here in Johnson County. Uh, We'll have jazz storytelling, a special walk and read by the Johnson County Library, uh, jazz vocalist performance, Ebony Foundren, and food samples from Black-owned businesses, as well as a community art project. And we're really excited. It's also our quarterly free day at the Johnson County Museum. That means that every member of the community, anyone who'd like to come in can enter without the uh, barrier of an expense to pay. Uh, You can come through the museum, learn the important history of Johnson County, how people have come together and help it become what they want it to be for generations. And you will get the opportunity to have guided tours of our redlined exhibit, which will happen at 1030, 1130, and 1230. So it's really going to be a wonderful day here at the Johnson County Arts and Heritage Center, not only because of all the wonderful people that are sharing their talents with us and helping you make it a great day, but also because of this incredible collaborative community that we get to be part of. We are certainly, although we're the first of our week here in Johnson County, we're not the first Juneteenth event in the region or even in Johnson. 
Johnson County. And there's groups like the Advocacy and Awareness Group of Johnson County, the JOCO NAACP, Stand Up for Black Lives Prairie Village, the City of Prairie Village's Diversity Community, uh, I'm sorry, committee, excuse me, uh, Village Church, and uh, more that have been celebrating here in Johnson County for many years. Uh, the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art and other cultural centers have long-standing celebrations, and we all really stand on the shoulders of Makita Peterson and Juneteenth Casey, as well as those who um, have gathered since the late 19th century to honor and celebrate this important day. Yeah, our community is so blessed to have so many different choices and ways um, to celebrate. And uh, so the Johnson County Library, I know, has also several ways that people can honor Juneteenth, people of all ages. So Alyssa, if you could kind of talk us through what the library has planned. Yes, thank you. So obviously we are all about learning at the library. Um, that's what we hope to contribute to this event. Um, I think a lot of people in our community uh, may have heard of Juneteenth, but don't really understand the historical significance of the day um, or what it means to our community now. So um, we have put together a month long programming and book lists and other things that we're good at at the library to help commemorate. So we have all of our book clubs, adult and kids in the month of June uh, feature Black authors, uh, storytelling about Black experiences, and Juneteenth in specific. Um, we also have several events. We have a special story time with the Newberry and Caldecott award-winning author and illustrator. Uh, it's a mother and son duo, Carol Boston Weatherford and Jeffrey Boston Weatherford, who will be reading one of their books and also answering questions and doing activities with attendees. And then we have the walk and reads, which we're really excited about. Um, walk and reads are something we've been doing for several years now where um, you have a story lined along one side of a path in a park. Um, you can read the story. And then when you get to the end, you turn around and there's a second story on the back of those signs. So we're excited to do that this year for Juneteenth. We have um, we kick off on June 11th at the Arts and Heritage Center for that event. Um, and then we're moving after that event to Johnson County Square for the June 19th celebration. And we are featuring the books Opal Lee and What It Means to Be Free, and then Change Things by Amanda Gorman. So we're really excited about that. Um, we've got writing prompts for people to share what Juneteenth means to them and the community. Um, we have tons of events going on just in our guide. We've marked it with a, a symbol. So if you check out our summer guide on our website and also within our branches, you can see a full list of everything we have to offer. And then throughout the month of June, we'll be sharing book lists put together by our librarians throughout our website and social media. Well, that's fantastic. You, you're, The library has sure put a lot of thought into uh, many different ways that people can learn and honor and celebrate. So that's fantastic. Um, one quick note I wanted to make, we've mentioned the Johnson County Square a couple of times. So I just wanted to make sure people knew where that was. That is um, where the old Johnson County Courthouse used to sit. So downtown Olathe, the corner of Santa Fe and Cherry Streets is where you can find the County Square. And, and speaking of finding things, we've given you a lot of detail today, a lot of information. And the good news is all of it is together in one place. So if you go online, and go to jococov.org slash Juneteenth, you're going to find links to pretty much everything we talked about today. All of the events uh, honoring Juneteenth that we're aware of, we've got links to where you can get more information. Um, we've got information about the Red Line exhibit. We've got a lot of information about the library and its activities that Alyssa was just talking about. 
And then also just some history, just some baseline history for people that might not know, talking about, you know, what Mary had given us, uh, the history of, of, of the holiday and um, other resources to more information um, about Black history in Johnson County. So it's really good. It's a good central resource uh, for information. So again, that's jococov.org slash Juneteenth. So my last question is for all of you uh, who, who want to share, just why do you think it's important for these Juneteenth observances to take place and for people to attend them and recognize the holiday? Well, I'll start as a historian and say that um, I think that when we learn from the past, we get to be inspired, empowered, and emboldened to create a better future. And we see this story told time and time again throughout Johnson County's history and throughout our nation's history. And so I think any opportunity we have to engage with our history, to engage with, with the idea of what freedom means, and to celebrate the expansion of those freedoms, I think that we should take that opportunity. Great. Thank you. I'll go next. So in comparison to the 4th of July, I just wanted to call out that it is important to note that um, although Black people did serve in the Revolutionary War, um, we did not actually obtain freedom from that fight. So it is almost exclusive a bit for Black people to celebrate the 4th of July. It does not represent us. So it is important to see um, Juneteenth celebrations happening at the same time um, as we'll celebrates uh, the 4th of July because that is the freedom for us. Um, it was Frederick Douglass, a famous abolitionist and writer in our country, a Black American, who said that what is the 4th of July to the slave? So although we do not celebrate the 4th of July as our Emancipation Day, it is important to know that we do have one. That's Juneteenth. And another important call out is the state of Kansas has yet to recognize Juneteenth as a state holiday. And so you all showing up and participating in these events will urge the state to go ahead and make Juneteenth uh, um, a state recognized holiday. So your, um, your participation, your attendance at these events will really help to push forward that importance of making Juneteenth a state holiday in the state of Kansas. I can go next too. So uh, Juneteenth to me is an important opportunity to take stock of the contributions of Black Americans and the continued fight of human freedom everywhere because we know that those inequalities continue. And so um, it is, I think as the fellow panelists have said, a moment to look and learn from the past, but also the journey that we've traveled and the bright future ahead. Well, I am just so grateful for this panel, uh, not just for joining us today, but for all the work you've done for months and months, and then also years and years before this year, on helping our community honor this day. So thank you so much to Mary and Linnea and Alyssa and Kendra. I'm thrilled that you all joined us today. Um, thanks to those who are listening and watching. And um, again, if you would like to learn more about how you can be a part of Juneteenth, attend one or several of these events, uh, I encourage you and uh, others to visit jococov.org slash Juneteenth. So thanks so much, and we appreciate you engaging on this topic. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jococov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.